industry disruptors, those people, those companies, that technology that are changing things up and bringing forward new ideas and oftentimes new solutions for agriculture. Welcome to Feedstuffs in Focus, our podcast taking a look at the big issues affecting the livestock, poultry, grain, and animal feed industries. I'm your host, Sarah Muirhead. Joining us today is a leading disruptor in the agricultural input sector. The company is called Finite and has developed an innovative approach for managing manure. Jordan Fazy, founder and CEO of Finite, is here to tell us more. Welcome, Jordan. G'day, Sarah. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. So, Jordan, uh, I'm going to ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself and, and Finite. You, sh- you sure don't sound like you're from the southeastern U.S. I heard you were headquartered <laughs> out of North Carolina, but uh, I just think there might be a little more history there. Uh, thank you. Yeah, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a water and wastewater engineer from Australia. Uh, I, I grew up in the Northern Territory of Australia. Uh, in, in, in Australia, my work was to do the drinking water treatment for remote Aboriginal communities spread out across the Northern Territory of Australia. Um, so this is a very remote part of the country. Uh, it's the same part of Australia where Crocodile Dundee is from. And these uh, Aboriginal, Aboriginal communities are in the most remote parts of the country, usually about 200 miles by dirt road from the nearest town. Uh, my job was to develop simple and robust treatment systems to provide safe drinking water in that environment. And uh, I became passionate about food security and phosphorus security. And that's what brought brought me and Finite to the United States. So I developed a couple of technologies to mine the fertilizer present in sewage uh, and ultimately won an award at the White House from the US EPA for one of those technologies and livestock farmers in the southeastern United States asked me to come and work with them uh, on the farms and making fertilizer out of their manure. So Finite has uh, is said to be rewriting the next chapter on phosphorus. What what exactly does that mean? So uh, at Finite, we want to turn animal farms into the renewable fertilizer mines of the future. Um, so animal farms across the United States produce $5 billion worth of fertilizer every year. Uh, and 40% of America's agricultural phosphorus demand could be met by uh, recycling manure in a more efficient way. Uh, and the fundamental challenge to recycling manure is around uh, removing moisture from the materials. And manure is normally very wet when it's excreted by animals. And most farms apply their manure based on nitrogen rates. Uh, and so the phosphorus in the material is not being used in the most efficient way possible. Uh, and they have to do this because the material is really wet, really heavy and expensive to transport. And so at Finite, we have developed a low cost, low energy drying system, coupled with a robotic materials handling system that makes it profitable to mine and manufacture fertilizer from manure. Uh, and that, that's what the company does. Uh, we are located initially in North Carolina uh, servicing uh, hog farms within this market. Uh, but ultimately, the vision is to expand the company uh, and provide these services at a national and international scale. So what then makes your product different from others that are on the market? 
So we produce a high analysis organic fertilizer product uh, that is sold in the premium organic fertilizer space. Uh, uh, it has a 312.0 analysis. Um, but what's really special about our fertilizer is that it is granular uh, and it's completely odorless. Um, the material that we mine from lagoons has been heavily anaerobically digested. Uh, and so the product is so stable that it is a yeah, completely odorless fertilizer product that's really attractive for farms that want a great source of fertility but are also maybe sensitive to, uh, like their, their neighbours might be sensitive to odours and things like that. So you don't have to put in any kind of odour control or additives or, or anything like that? No. Walk us through this. How, what is the drying system? So it's a, it's a greenhouse-based drying system uh, that, that we use. And so we mine the uh, very thick manure from the bottom of lagoons and, and then dry it using this greenhouse. And there's a robot inside the machine that mixes the material and assists it in drying. Uh, and then the final dry product, we then uh, crush and screen post-process to provi provide a uniform fertilizer product for our customers. So what does that process take in terms of length of time and, and, and how much, what's, what's kind of the cost of, of doing that? Uh, yeah, so so the drying system itself on the average size farm here in North Carolina costs about $125,000 to build. Uh, and that unit generates revenues to the farmer that pays off the asset over its life, uh, usually about $14,000 per year. Uh, the farmer will earn from the, the manure that is uh, processed on their farm. Uh, the system, we operated in batch mode. And so you, know, you sort of fill it all the way up and then operate it over two to three months to dry that material out. And then you'll clean it out and, and start again. So it's kind of a two to three month cycle then that you're you're utilizing. And, and you're on the back end of that, right? You you make use of that dry manure that comes off or are there, are there also other things that producers can can do with that or how would that work? Yeah, so we, we provide farmers with a, uh, a high value market for the material in addition to, so we operate the system. Uh, once a farmer has paid for the capital cost, we take over the rest of the operations of the system. Uh, we operate the robot on a daily ba basis, maintain it, fix it when things go wrong. And then we also provide the uh, processing and the market service for growers. And so often with these products, the cost of sale for uh, fertilizer products is really higher than what sort of the amount of value that an individual farm generates. And so being able to aggregate that together uh, generates a like a large enough resource to justify sort of sort of premium marketing efforts that can then earn farmers top dollar for their for their fertilizer. So it's certainly an advantage when it comes to transportation when you dry dry the manure down. Any other advantages versus just that that hauling, um, you know, ability and, and lack and lower cost? So it provides farmers with a, an opportunity to use uh, all of the nutrients within their manure rather than just the nitrogen, and that's a really advantageous part to the whole thing. Uh, and also, um, uh, by increasing the transport distance, you can like you, you you fundamentally improve the sustainability of feed production by reducing the reliance on sort of mined and synthetic uh, sort of resources of fertilizing nutrients. Um, 
Uh, and the fertilizer, we the way we dry it is through a, a natural air drying process that fundamentally consumes a very low amount of energy. Uh, and so one of the challenges with synthetic fertilizer manufacture is that uh, it's very greenhouse gas intensive, particularly nitrogen fertilizer is made out of natural gas. Uh, and this product being produced uh, from a, a waste stream using very low amounts of energy uh, means the carbon footprint of the product is really attractive compared to synthetic fertilizer products, uh, which helps improve you know, the old overall carbon footprint of agriculture. Anything in particular that um, producers need to know when it comes to um, either the process or even utilizing this fertilizer when they, you know, go to apply it? Yeah, so we're, we're looking for more, more and more organic farms uh, interested in using the product. Um, uh, so they're welcome to reach out to us on our website to do that. Uh, I mean, the main, the main thing really is, do you, do you want a better fertilizer uh, to use on your farms? This material handles really well, spreads using conventional spreading equipment. Uh, and then because it's low odour or no odour really, you know, farms where uh, like in a lot of organic producing regions now, manure as a fertiliser is starting to be heavily restricted due to the odour uh, that's associated with it and neighbours complaining about it. And so this is a product that can be used and help farmers continue to get the value out of the land that they've invested a lot of time and money in converting to organic production uh, while they have these challenges with their like with, with their community. And so we're obviously very happy to help growers in that way. Well, some states, some areas also have restrictions on when you can spread manure. Does this, do you know if this product then gets them kind of around that, uh, that, that re those restrictions or is that something you're still exploring? Uh, it, so the short answer is it depends. Um, uh, a lot of those restrictions are around sort of weather dependent things, which makes mm -hmm. sense for all fertilizer, not just manure, but certainly um, if you can apply fertilizer, you can apply our product. What about, uh, you know, when you apply manure directly, sometimes there's some, not when you'd have corn and beans, but on some other kind of, uh, of crops that might be, you know, more directly consumed by humans, there's some food safety uh, issues. Does this fertilizer have those same, you know, same concerns or is the process that you put it through, does that help to minimize that? Yeah. So the, the pathogen content of our product um, meets the processed manure standards that OMRI have. Uh, we are working on upgrading our OMRI certification to, uh, to achieve that. Um, at the moment, there are withholding periods for the product, uh, but that will change within the next 12 months because the We've got really good data behind uh, justifying the way the manufacturing process is really effective at removing pathogens. Any farm of any size can take a look at this technology. You just would scale it appropriately. The average size farm we work with is about a 4,000 head finisher. Okay. Um, uh, at the moment, we're not working with farms that are smaller than that, but we're beginning to introduce uh, sort of regionally located cluster units that can service smaller farms as well. Um, but again, it's all all North Carolina focused at the moment. Very good. So anything else that our audience should uh, should know about Finite or uh, the technology that it's uh, bringing forward here? Um, yeah, please, please get in touch with us if you're interested to learn more about what we do. Um, uh, both Both obviously on the livestock and on the organic food production side. We're, we really appreciate the time to speak to everyone and thank you.
Thank you so much, Jordan. Appreciate your time here today. That's Jordan Fazy, founder and CEO of Finite. This episode is sponsored by United Animal Health, a leader in animal health and nutrition. You can learn more about United Animal Health and how they're working to advance animal science worldwide by visiting their website at unitedanh.com. I'm Sarah Muirhead, and you've been listening to Feedstuffs in Focus. If you would like to hear more conversations about some of the big issues affecting the livestock, poultry, grain, and animal feed industries, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast channel, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Until next time, have a great day and thank you for listening.